0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me, I'm Jay and this week I'm joined by special guest uh, Dan Bibby, hello Dan. Hello Jay. You may know Dan from such popular blogs as the Picard Spoiler Review, uh, the Last of Us uh, Spoiler Review, in fact quite a few of our most popular blogs are written, guests written by Dan and the reason he's on this particular pod today is he was on our boys season one spoiler review. This is season two, so it made sense to bring him back. Was that Uh, like a year ago? That was about a year ago, and back then we were face-to-face, and then we went to the pub to have some drinks afterwards, which obviously we cannot do. Yeah, um, but so yeah, this is being recorded in a future, I've never recorded like this before by the way, me and Gaz do it, very punk rock, I just put the phone during this quarantine second <laughs> time next to the microphone and that's why it sounds like he's on like some end of the world radio talking he's back to pho- me. a phone in guest to his own show. Yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> right. Kind of like, you know how in, in Fraser all those people ringing in were celebrities do you know that yeah. fact? Yeah. So that's oh, kind no, of, I didn't know
1: that, actually. I thought it meant in the
0: world of the show. No, no. Every every person who rang into the show to, with a problem at the beginning or, or like whatever is a celebrity. If you Google it at the end, they get, it was guest oh, okay. starring. It's like some pretty big celebs were just in for just like a funny line. That's it. So they get the credit as well? It's not just a, like a little... Like they yeah, star I think Wars, if, where, I like, remember, the celebrities if I remember rightly, on the very final episode of Frasier, at the very end of the credits, it says... Thank you for calling, and then shows photos of every single person who called, and they're looking at all these celebrities, going, "Holy shit!" <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. Um, but we're not going to be talking about Fraser. We're going to be talking anymore, anymore. We're talking about uh, season two of The Boys. In sport, full spoiler, you can see it in the title. We're going to talk about it. So whether you like it or not, we're going to talk about spoilers from this point onwards. So, Mister Bibby, yes, what did you think? I was really, really looking forward to it,
1: and I because I, I I think I gave season one a ten out of ten if yes, I remember correctly because I did. fucking adored it. So it's always going to be hard to follow that. I did really enjoy it. I was disappointed by the pace of it at times, but um, not all of it. There was just a couple of episodes that just felt a little bit flat. But That's overall, it. I, it was good. I did it. I did like it still.
0: It's really odd how I've heard a lot of people saying that. A lot of people complain about the pacing. I didn't notice this pacing issue. I thought the first one was really fast paced because yeah. a shit ton of stuff happens and it's like the reaction to it. Now they're kind of like, they've got to lay some more groundwork. But the characters and everyone's really interesting. So it wasn't like, have you ever watched. Yeah, so- I don't. Have you ever watched Sons I of say... Anarchy? I've not, no. S- season three is infamous for being like nothing happens they just they're in ireland for nine out of ten episodes doing absolutely fuck all and it's because <laughs> while the it sets up the stories for the next four seasons it's totally needed to do But yeah. it, it's a shit season that this didn't do anything like that i i loved well i don't getting...
1: mean it, i don't mean it was slow paced in, in terms of it was boring it's just like it was a lot more suspenseful than the first season. Not that the first season was particularly action packed, because the whole point of the show is that you know you don't see the heroes using their powers all the time, because then it would be like, like every other superhero mm-hmm. franchise. And I get that, but there was just there was just points where it felt like it, the tension was building and building, and it, it, there was points where it took too long to to crescendo to get anywhere. But not in necessarily a bad way. I still it was still very
0: watchable. Yeah, it was and very... I'll probably watch it again at some point, and I really liked it. It was very watchable. I mean, from when you say... I feel like the way that the first season ended and maybe the reason why so many people expected a faster pace was it ends with Stilwell's been murdered, he meets his son, which he didn't... And his wife's alive, and they've just escaped from jail. There's all these things set up. So you kind of maybe you instinctively think that it's going to pick up from where exactly it left off. This, yeah. We're gonna see one but, hell of a cliffhanger. Yeah, and instead it picks up kind of like two weeks after, and every, the dust has settled from that, and things have moved on. And I feel like maybe people are like, "Huh," I was kind of hoping to see immediate conflict.
1: <laughs> yeah, you miss the drama straight away. That's that's promised at the end of season one, don't
0: you? But I kind of like that because it pulled me in. I, I if if there's one thing I was really unsure about about season one was I didn't like the idea that. She was alive, and they had a son. I, I, there was something really, odd and he brought him to see it. I, there, was, there was a lot I didn't really like about that, but then the way they did it in this, and they showed the dust had settled and the build, up, um, the build up again, as it were, to the meeting. I actually really liked that in the end. Yeah, I, I remember you saying that because it wasn't wasn't your your gripe with it is that you felt like
1: him taking, with Homelander taking Butcher to go and see his wife and son wasn't
0: wasn't consistent with his character. Yeah, I didn't. I, I personally thought he would just rip him in half. Like, he doesn't like him. But then what I liked about this is you find out that Butcher is still alive and he was just abandoned by Homelander because, in Homelander's own words, he wanted him to suffer. And I was yeah. like, okay, now the end of season one makes total sense. Whereas I feel like if you just picked up immediately there, there's been so much going on that by the time you get to that it's kind of too late too little, too late I, I i did i really liked it but anyway let's get into let's get into some real things we liked specific things okay. like um i think it's is it easier to what would you prefer to do this is it episodically or character maybe or I reckon point character
1: cuz i have some strong opinions on the characters
0: okay we'll go with we'll work our way low and get go up so we'll go i want to go with frenchie and Kimiko. what First. they at least you didn't like Frenchie and Kimiko? No, I, 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 am loving. Oh, I the, thought you were
1: ranking them. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I'm I, so, when okay. I say low, I mean like in importance of plot line and everything like that. Okay. I thought okay. Frenchie French and Kimiko was like romance ish, the kind of relationship, whatever it is. Yeah, I love it. I think it's really one of the most natural. Yeah, it's cool, very cute. Like there's, it, it's, it's. Yeah, it's cute. That's it's so so cute, and I love it. And it's in a something as dark as. The boys. It's really a nice little a little thing. A nice if, little yeah, if,
1: if there's such a thing as a romantic relief instead of comic relief, then it's Frenchie and Kamiko. But I know what you mean because I didn't buy into their whole. Well, the whole thing about them in season one is that Kamiko was just with them because she didn't have anywhere else to go, and Frenchie just fancied her. That's the way it came across, mm. and he was kind of a he was kind of of the impression that they were in a relationship, but Kamiko was just like. And I was yeah. like, Oh, that's quite that's quite sad because Frenchie's obviously very lonely and she's not in a position to reciprocate that because of all the kind of shit they should have be, been through. But you see it develop into an actual two way street in season yeah. two, and I I did like it. It was a good art
0: for them. I mean I like the fact that you brought in um a brother as well. What was a brother called? Yeah. Um I can't remember. Was he, he, was the, Kenji. he was the Kenji.
1: Yeah. He was the super terrorist,
0: wasn't he? That yeah, the yeah. super terrorist. I like that because really it, it helped to it helped to explain Kamiko's backgrounds in a more detail without the aid of flashbacks or without forced exposition. It was just like they they just like talk to each other with their own language, so it's at the bottom. Yeah. And no, I I I actually really I, I'm feel like Kimiko and Frenchie to me are like Ross and Rachel now yeah, the and, at the same, and
1: at the same time kind of tying them together even more you get Frenchie Frenchie's backstory as well you see him mm. uh, leave um, his post to go and save his mate who's ODing or was that like was that a throuple were they were the three of them together I didn't quite yeah know they're
0: definitely a throuple yeah uh,
1: to go and save his, his, his fella then I guess uh, and then he goes back and was it um, his boss's son had died had been killed yeah, and he was I think to be a few children
0: been killed by a uh, lamplighter.
1: Yeah, and he was meant to be standing guard, and and that was that that brought him and Kamiko alongside each other a lot more because you got to see more about the backstory as well as seeing them develop
0: together in the present, and it was really nice. I thought it was and very well done. I feel like Frenchie was—he's so funny. Like I, 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 I like that bit with—is he the, really French? The actor in real life. Yeah, um, that's because really... it sounds
1: like it sounds like quite a caricature of a French accent. It does, doesn't it really actually. Now
0: you've said that, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna look it. <laughs> um, I loved it like when he that mother's um, milk gets attacked by the guy with a giant penis, and then when he realizes it's a oh, giant like, penis, uh, yeah. Frenchie's like, "What? Well, don't be so close-minded." <laughs> it's <fine." Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Like and you can see it. He was like freaking out like shit. Like it's a giant I penis from like that was a fucking power that he just had a massive weaponized dick. That was so
1: funny. I found that really, it's like a really um, bad version of X Men because like the whole thing about X Men is that like the X gene can make any mutation happen, meaning you can have any power. Like like the, the sky's the limit. Mm. <laughs> the, the limit with the boys is that like, you can have a big weaponized dick that can, that, can, that can choke people, doesn't it? Like smash through the glass in the door. And yeah, it smashes through the glass
0: and starts choking <laughs> him out. Um, he's he's. Uh, he's Israeli, right? Okay, so go
1: figure. The famous, the, the, the famous
0: French. To be honest, accents in this show are very questionable at best. Like we'll go to yeah. we'll go to the other end. But let's go with Billy Butcher because, as said last time, he's he's stuck to his guns on this accent, which a lot of people, I think, he just sounds like swearing Captain Jack Sparrow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I I think it's fine because it's it's definitely a. I know he's Australian, or is he Is he Kiwi?
0: Uh, he's meant um, to be Kiwi, isn't he? He's meant to be Kiwi. He's meant to be from New Zealand. No,
1: Carl. is it Carl Urban? I think is is Australian, but he's meant to be English. Billy Butcher's meant to be English.
0: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about with Carl him, Urban.
1: But, but, but with him working with the FBI in America for so long, he would have a twinge to his accent. So I can no, hold on. That Carl explain. Urban...
0: No, isn't Carl Urban English pretending to be Kiwi?
1: No. He's pretending to be English because he's his mum's got a really broad English accent and his dad when when you see him in in this. Oh season. yeah, so he
0: is from New Zealand. Is he so New where's Billy Butcher meant to be from? I'm confused now because he's, he's, he's
1: meant he's meant to be from England. Is he? All right, yeah.
0: really, definitely doesn't work. All the all the <laughs> but then but then they, to explain it, they brought in his dad and his dad's definitely. From New Zealand or Australia, wasn't he? No, he's
1: he? English as well.
0: Really it, English? No, he was not. <laughs> he was. He was not English at all. He was. Where fully is he? English and so a strange he father, all. John Noble, is an Australian actor. There you actor? go. Yeah, and I could yeah, but, hear it.
1: But the, but the character is not Australian.
0: He fucking was. <laughs> Whether he meant to. Oh, he was so Australian. I could hear it. I did not for a second think he was trying to be British. Do you want an example of an Australian actor who can do English? Um, What's the name? Chris Hemsworth. Hold on. Chris Hemsworth. Well, Chris Hemsworth's good at sounding like posh. Um, uh, What's his name? Hugh Jackman. No. Bill Bill Nye. Is it Bill Nye? He is English, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, no, then it's not Bill Nye. Fuck a duck. Oh, no, it's the guy who plays Hector Barbosa. It's the guy who plays Hector Barbosa in... Um, okay. Brian George. Brian George is...
1: Yeah, but even that's like a pirate
0: British accent. He sounds like a pirate. but Billy Butcher sounds like a f- pirate, a cunting pirate. Well, he's an English cunting pirate. The character <laughs> is English. And an English cunting pirate. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but what... What does he reckon about Butcher throughout this? Because I feel like in the last one, he was like dead cool, and at the end he's a bit of a dick. But in this, I felt like he was underutilized. At the beginning, I don't think
1: he was underutilized. I think it showed the effect that Huey had on him, and I think everyone, everyone, everyone comments on it. Everyone, every other character says that you know how Huey's good for Billy. Good for good for Butcher because he goes to see his mom and he goes, oh, doesn't he remind you of Lenny? And he, you know, and then you find out he's got a dead brother who looked like Huey, and he used to of oh, them yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And then Becker at one point says, "Oh, I well, like your friends, I especially like Huey. He's good for you." And yeah, it's another there's...
0: kind of duo of characters you see develop together a lot more. And what's his name? The Starlight and him when he's when Huey's in hospital, both agree like he's the best thing about us. He does us both all yeah. the good. Like he softens
1: to hell. Compared to what he was in season one. He's really he's not really soft, but he's a lot
0: softer than he was. He was like he was Huey was my favourite, if I remember rightly, season one, Huey was my favourite character because he just surprised me. I didn't think the kind of like tag along guy with no powers, the yeah. awkward guy was gonna be my my favourite part. And I think he was one of my favourite parts of this as well.
1: He's almost he's almost the true protagonist of the whole story, isn't he? Really? Yeah. 'Cause you're meant to be seeing the story through Huey's eyes more than anyone else.
0: Because he's just an every he's just an everyday average Joe. I feel like everyone's got like some kind of fucking agenda. Like some kind of revenge plot or something like that. It's to get back. And even though his comes from the death of his girlfriend, he never brings it up because he's now in love with Starlight. He just wants to do the right thing. This company's bad and he just wants to get rid of it now. Whereas yeah, everyone his else get, is... his
1: revenge gets him on the path, but then his
0: morals keep him on it.
1: Like Batman. Like Batman. Mm. No, not like Batman. Huey is not Batman. Black Noir is not Batman. No, but he is actually a character in this, or a little bit more than in season one, where Although, he was just sat at desk in the I, seventh Can like... I, by the
0: way, we how have we not talked about this yet? Do you know what this season developed better than the set first season? Well, Fucking memes. Memes galore have come yeah. out of this season. There was none yeah, really because... for the first season. That's because
1: there's memes in season two. Yes, there is. There's, that was Stormfront
0: introduces Homeland and the Boomer to memes and says, "Oh well, yeah, know, this will this will help raise." Now, your I thought that was really interesting because I, without getting, we try and not be political. By the way, on this channel, so what we're going to say has no kind of like political sidings. It's just an observation. But I always I thought that they kind of used. Homelander in this to be like the traditional politician, American politician, presidential cam- candidate, like your Bill yeah. Clinton, your George Bush, smile and wave, kiss the baby, say the right thing to the camera, do all that. Stormfront comes in and, like, just slags the other person off. And just slags the other person off. Uh, Is all over Twitter, Facebook, memeing, and even says I don't have to. I don't have to make people happy. I just have to make them angry in my face. I have soldiers. I have which will be louder than yours. Kind of like certain other politicians around today who've stirred the pot. (laughs) Um, I just thought it was quite interesting showing that 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 that's why that works. It's it's quite. I just thought that was quite an interesting parable. So is that the right word? Parallel,
1: I think. you Parallel, say. yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, a parabell belongs in the power clock. It does. Mm. <sighs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what a bell goes in, and I was like, a bell is in a clock. Um, in
1: Westminster, maybe. Well, no, but yeah, um, I did really like that whole meme, memeception thing, and that, I think that's why it's led to so many more boys memes because they've realised. Wow. I think everyone was just everyone was in awe of it for season one because it's it's for me anyway, and I think a lot of people would agree it was flawless and it was such a fucking masterpiece. Season one, no one wanted to make fun of it. Season two makes fun of itself, so everyone goes, "Oh, okay, we can do it too."
0: Yeah, like the I saw up like a meme picture. Th- there was that famous. There's a, been a, like a picture. It's around the time of year. They go, "Send us your pictures of animals being funny for National Geographic, and we'll pick who's got the best one." And there's one of a, a grizzly bear stood behind a tree like this. <laughs> but you can see the whole bear. The tree yeah. is clearly blocking its line of vision. So it must think it can't be seen, but you can clearly, clearly see it. And someone will put... Black and the All the way through Episode 5 Or something like that Because he's just like On the top of the roof But you can see him Clear as day
1: I know I don't know Because like the, the, That cul-de-sac Is full of police At one point And none he's just I've, like I've looked up And he's just
0: like Black against a brown roof just, just Yeah Just like Watching them Really visible It's like why Batman Would not work in the day <laughs> <laughs> It just doesn't work, but um, I know, and uh, I'd like the fact that they gave him a nut allergy. Like I, I, I know, I feel like
1: that alone. Like he, he gets to the point where he's really intimidating and scary and strong, and then he just sh- shows an almond,
0: an almond joy in his mouth. He's like... <laughs> 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 I love the little things like that. Like all the there was, it was. It was it's just like little sk- things that completely take the piss out of itself. I, but it's so cleverly like the, the whole as they're making the seven film, which is a complete take on the whole Batman V Superman, justice league, Snyder court, I mean, yeah. did they say like, "Oh, we got Weeden in for this"? They even mentioned Weeden by name. Like, Weeden's yeah, yeah, in with do, a yeah. solid script. Well,
1: is the is it the the V the VCU, isn't it? Which is obviously a, a yeah, <laughs> the MCU.
0: VCU,
1: and everything's just. But everything's just so self indulgent because it's just them all playing them. They're not actors, but you know they have to play themselves. They can't get actors in to play them for some reason. But and the, the funny really thing g- is
0: that they, but they, but they are actors because they're not real. They're not real in front of anyone, in front of the general public. So good in, them, point, yeah. in themselves, they are actors, and it's weird. And then like when he's saying to his son, "I'm in all these films. I was particularly good in this one." And you're thinking, why would people not put two and two together and just be like, he 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 acts like that in a film, and he's like that outside the film. That can't be him. Then that's not the real him. But it's like would that happen in real life? He's playing himself, isn't he? So it has to be consistent. So I don't think people would, and especially when
1: they're all like like, they love the heroes, they're like their idols. So they're not they're they're not going to look that far into
0: it. I don't think. Has anyone insisted on playing themselves in a film? Has that ever been a thing? Probably David Hasselhoff in SpongeBob, the movie. No, but I mean, like playing themselves in a film about themselves. If you catch my drift, so like you're not playing yourself as like. A walking part. It's gonna be the film. Damn, Bibby, the film. Who do you want to play it? And you go, I want to play me. And like, that's well, that's great. But you're not an actor. Oh right, okay. You know what I mean? It's 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 not a thing. But for some reason, when they talk about it in the TV show, because we don't have superheroes, I suppose. Like in in that sense, we just accept that that's what would happen. Well, at that point, it would
1: become more like a kind of scripted documentary, wouldn't it? Or a a scripted a scripted biopic, something like that. It's such a clever It would be the equivalent of, like, if he was still alive, Freddie Mercury playing himself in Bohemian Rhapsody. I
0: would love that. I would, honestly, if Freddie Freddie Mercury, age 60, was like, I'm going to play myself, darling, and I'm going to play <laughs> myself when I'm 18 and when I'm 20, I wouldn't, yes, let him, let him do what the fuck he wants. <laughs> it would be amazing.
1: It would have been great, but I'm just saying that, that that's the that's only an example I can think of. It would be a biopic. Where someone th- would play themselves, th- but like a fictionalized version of themselves. Oh no! What about um, what about uh, the end of the world or well, the end is nigh? The end. Of the oh night. yeah,
0: yeah. Everyone plays themselves, Plays yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um.
1: Every like character- more exaggerated version of themselves, but they are playing themselves. They are playing themselves.
0: Uh, it's not a. It's not a true film, though, is it? It's not like a. It's it's a fictional. F- it's fictional well so is Dawn of
1: the Seven it's, you know it's dramatised and, it's drama- and it yeah it's like-
0: dramatised but it's dramatised but based on a story that happened allegedly the end of the world never happened and all those celebrities didn't have to camp together it's not really I don't know if that's a, a true well you're splitting compar- hairs now
1: you've, you've, you've asked for examples I've given you several examples <laughs> and none of them are fucking good enough for you so <laughs> I don't
0: know what you want from them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think, god, we've got so off topic, like, so badly off, I really apologise to everyone listening, um, I'm trying to think where to, right, let's not be about the bush too much, let's talk about the main man, the people, like, the guy who steals the show every time, Homelander. Homelander.
1: He is the most developed character in this. I said he was my favourite character in season one because he's just so weird and intriguing because I couldn't tell what his relationship was with Stillwell. The Mm -hmm. fact that he never took his costume off, the fact that he only went by Homelander, he never got called anything else like Starlight would get called Annie when she wasn't, you know, working. Uh, And season two just carries on that. You know, you think you understand it by the end of season one, but then season two rolls around and he's doing all of these... I mean, he's acting the way he's always acted, but coming up against new obstacles that you've never seen him react to. So it mm. brings out new parts of his character. And it makes you and go, it... fuck, he's such a like layered layered character. And is it Anthony Starr who plays him does such a good job?
0: And he dis- well, disappears into the role. It's one of the weirdest things is every time you... Th- I think I've got a, a grasp of the character... Yeah. Something happens and it and changes, and I I don't I don't know him. Like he knows for a fact that um, what's the what's the name of the the bad guy who comes in? Well, who's a good guy who joins the seven? Um, Lamplighter. No, uh, the fucking what's her name? What the, the Deep. F- Stormfront. Stormfront. When Stormfront, Stormfront. Oh, comes right, okay. in, um, and she even reveals like I was around with the Nazis. We can do this. He's cool with that. And then he's like, let's shag and let's fuck and like, like that. But later in front of his son, when she's like, there's such a thing as white genocide. He yeah. clearly gives this look to go crazy. Like that, like. I, I
1: disagree that he was ever okay with it, to, to be honest. I, th- I think when she first mentions it, he doesn't look comfortable with it. All the only thing he's comfortable with is the fact that she's like, oh my god, you're exactly what we want. Because he looks a little bit Aryan, doesn't he, with the blonde hair and the blue I eyes. I suppose, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you know, and, and she's basically worshipping him, saying, we wanted to make you and you're, you're amazing. And his ego is so big and he's not very emotionally developed because of the way he was raised. He just hmm. kind of takes on the praise and ignores the Nazi side of it until she brings up in front of his son and he goes, oh shit, you know, I've brought someone. Who I see as bad, like when Homelander sees someone as bad, <laughs> that's when you know yeah. they're bad. And then it's like, "Oh shit!" And I brought her in front of my son, and he just—it doesn't interrupt, and he goes, "Okay, you know, we can we can do this a Yeah, time.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, and then she goes on her phone, and it all kicks off. Which, by the yeah. way, I love one of the things I loved in this, and I don't know if this was like a hit at Endgame, but the whole girls get it done story, the yeah. arc of that. Of being like your girls, you get it done. You and you can see they're clearly being forced like together. It's like a force, and this is what people say is a problem nowadays: a forced, but like politically correct message, yeah, with no real story. But by the end of it, the girls do get it done, and in fact, they're the ones who are the most powerful. Yeah, and it's it's and been there. All
1: fight you've never seen Maeve do anything like in terms of. In terms of action I, the only thing you see her do
0: is, in the very first episode of the first season, she does uh, what The Thing does in Fantastic Four, and she stops a bus with her body. She just yeah. stops and takes the whole bus, and that's well, all you see Maeve That's ever like do. an
1: establishing shot of what she can do, but after yeah. that, she's just walking around in a costume, just doing all of these kind of scripted missions that Vought give to her, and you don't see her yeah. do anything. And yet, in the finale, you see her, uh, Starlight, and Kamiko. And, and Going against Stormfront and like giving her the business. You see, Starlight use her powers like more times in that sequence than you do for the rest of the other two. I teams, still don't where... really
0: understand Starlight's powers. She gets a, she can obviously control electricity. Yeah, but that was only use... introduced this season as
1: well. I didn't know where she got her power from. I thought it just came from within her. I didn't think she had to drain electricity and then redirect it that way. That yeah, was a yeah. new piece of information. But yeah, well, it
0: just seems to be like a blinding light. blast. But she can take a can't, She's also bulletproof, I think. Yeah, and she she's took got a super as well. strength. Yeah. yeah,
1: which which they all seem to have. I think they all have super strength, and then their secondary powers. I don't know about the deep. Separated. I kind of
0: reckon the deep might not have super strength. I feel like the deep well, literally can just. i well that he. Why else would you keep? Why else would he be such so such a problem? I think he literally can just swim and talk to fish. I I don't think he he can do. <laughs> when has he done anything that shows he has super strength?
1: He did a team-up with Starlight in Season 1, which I think he beat some some guys up. Yeah, but yeah, he punches some. People don't need super strength to do that. Well, you do, because if they pull a gun on you and shoot you, then you're going to be in trouble, and they're not going to put him out in the field if he's going to die because he's a valuable asset to the company, isn't he?
0: Yeah, but I feel like they knew everything going in. That was the whole point, like the film in it. They knew everything going in, what was going to happen. Yeah, but like... things can still go wrong. The thing that I'm,
1: I'm maybe not maybe not all of them. I think the deep did, but maybe like Mesmer from season one, who can just like read minds from touching them. Maybe he's not bulletproof because he doesn't no. look very bulletproof,
0: does he? But I mean, the deeps another guy who doesn't take his. Um... That was actually quite interesting. The way you said, Homelander never takes his uniform off. I don't think any of the problematic or the bad guys ever do. A train doesn't ever take it off. Yeah, A doesn't. doesn't. The deep yeah. definitely doesn't seem to. It's like shows him in a bar in the middle of nowhere, and he's in his uniform. But I, <laughs> yeah. I put, I put it down to him just being depressed and not being able to let go of it. But no, it's because he doesn't like his. Uh... Gills. Well, he's still
1: on, he's still on duty, isn't he? He's, he's been sent there by Vought to be like the, the, the hero of Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah. So he's still working. <laughs> That's why he's got his costume on. But he can't take it off because he's embarrassed about his, his gills. So he looked gaunt he never...
0: as fuck, didn't he? I thought he's lost some weight, but I didn't know if it was meant to be for the character or in real life. I thought he looked a little gaunt. No, like I didn't gone.
1: notice that. I know he kept his hair short from when he'd shaved his head. But apart from that, he looked the same to me. My, right.
0: what? Did, who did you think was exploding all the heads, by the way? Who was who were you front. guessing? I thought, I, God, I thought it was
1: again, I thought that's who we were led to believe. So I had a little bit of a a bit of doubt about it. But I thought that's probably who it was.
0: I thought it was the guy who's the leader of the Church of the Collective. I thought it was him. Yeah, what? What do I know him from? Because he's quite a big actor, isn't he? That seems like a question you should ask yourself, and that I would not know the answer to that. <laughs> what? What do Did you, you, you know him from? Him? No, hold on. What's let's find him. So he's I name, feel like
1: he's one of those. Act, he's one of those actors who was known for one big particular role,
0: um, but I can't remember who it was. I'm trying to find him now. Does he count as a? He's here. He is a recurring character. Uh, Simon Pegg wasn't in this season, was he? Never appeared. No, he wasn't. No, no. I thought I was. I was looking forward to a bit of the Peg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where is he? You what knew he called? what you were doing. I knew what I was doing. Uh, uh, Eagle the Archer disappears as well. I really wanted more from him. I thought he was like... Uh, here we are. Goran Vishnik, is Croatian-American actor, has appeared in ER?
1: Could be ER, but I feel like he's been in something else that I don't
0: know. I'm trying to get this to load. Let's see. I
1: thought he was good anyway. I thought he played the part really well. Well, he just...
0: He... he the leader of a
1: cult, basically.
0: Yeah, he generally. played. He was very good as the leader of a cult. Um, he's been um, in. I do not know. I've never heard of any of these films. Electra, um, the girl with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> Maybe it's that. It <laughs> must that be recently. that. He's yeah. he's Dragon Armansky.
1: Yes, he is. But I recognised him in that as well. This is going to end up into a fucking.
0: Hen and um, goose chase, I nearly said then. <laughs> <laughs> what, a hidden goose chase?
1: <laughs> hen, and, hen and goose <laughs> chase? No. A no. mixed, I mixed oh. up cat and mouse chase
0: and a wild goose chase. <laughs>
1: and a wild I don't
0: know goose where chase. where came from. Oh, I, I want to go on a hidden goose chase. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> where is the goose? Oh, I'll never tell you, but you must chase it. Um, yeah. He's not been in. Funnily enough, he's been in. So he's, he works with The Deep in this. In 2001, he was in a film called The Deep End. And in 2010, he was in a TV show called The Deep. So he's been... He likes The Deep. Oh, he's been in Doctor... He was Nikola Tesla in Doctor Who. Was he? Yeah.
1: I've seen that episode, but I don't remember it being him.
0: Well, because he looked like Nikola Tesla. <laughs> he was heavily uh, heavily made up. Yeah. In classic Tesla gear.
1: But um, well, no, he was very, he was very charismatic in this, and I don't think he, he definitely didn't buy into the ethos that he was preaching, like most cults don't. Because he asks at the end, they want to be exempt from a,
0: a tax." I
1: mean, you or had a, a few, exemption status.
0: Yeah, you had a few new players come in. You had Giancarlo Espo, I can never pronounce his name, Giancarlo Esposito, um, who has been in everything recently. Ring? You mean who? Gustavo Fring from uh, yes Bag. yes he he's co- what I love about him is if you go on his Wikipedia he looks like the happiest nicest guy like but all you have to do is slick <laughs> slick his hair back and put some glasses on him and he looks mean as fuck I think it is ER you know I'm looking at his IMDB now I think
1: that's what I probably most know him from I never really watched it but it was just always on in my house growing up
0: Um. But yeah, he he didn't do too. Much. I wanted more from him. I wanted more from. Yeah, because I thought it. he
1: was probably quite expensive for the for the producers to pay
0: because he's yeah, a and
1: th- named actor.
0: Also, it's quite a risk to put him as kind of a villain of sorts in a superhero kind of thing. When in literally in a couple of weeks, when Mandalorian comes out, I know it's not superhero, but it's just kind of like you know next door. It's geeky, isn't it? Um, yeah. he's, he's, he's gonna be a main role in that next series
1: no but he's everywhere at the moment there's something else that he's in
0: too it's mad he's getting so much work but he's good oh, no. uh, though it is like he does play the same character but it, it works I don't know why <laughs> yeah. he plays space fring he plays superhero fring <laughs> yeah. all the frings um, but he's good. he is good in everything that he's in uh, what about A-Train 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 right I had a pro I told you this problem. If anyone, like, I don't know if Dan's going to change my mind now. If anyone is listening and can change my mind, feel free to email UK at gmail.com and convince me otherwise. But My only problem with this entire series was when Adrian confronts Starfire, Starlight, and <laughs> um, she goes like, well, you know what? If you go and tell them that I'm a mole and I'm going to give Compound V away, I'll release all this information about you. And he goes, "Damn it, okay, you've got me there." And I'm thinking, "You're the fastest man on the planet. Snap a neck and run, and no one would fucking know." Like, why, why, why did she get away with that? And I think you are. I, huge.
1: Remember, I remember you saying this to me, and yeah, I think he was just scared about his job. If he, if he if he's found, I think the the damage he leaves on people. If he were to kind of, I mean, there's no guarantee that he could kill Starla by running into her anyway, because you can take. A bullet, and she's really strong, so it might not kill her. No, but, but he could easily but, like. But I, I reckon it... the people at Vault have on record what what being run through by a train looks like. So it's gonna be a very definite mark of who killed her. And then he'll just lose his job. And he's but he, can, like, sneak, he all, can sneak can sneak up. How powerful they all are. But They're he could. He, but she Vought.
0: literally had the compound V in her purse. If he killed her and go look, there's compound V in her purse. That's why I killed her. She was gonna go and release it. I've just saved the business. No one has to know. It just made sense to kill her. I didn't. I did not understand that whatsoever. Like, lay, like as I leaned away from that and went, maybe he can't beat also. Her, may-
1: also, she beat him last season. I know he but was He was, very, he was having normal. a heart attack. No, but she she snapped his... Cause he's yeah, but he's not that strong anymore because he was so pumped up on compound V. His, his bone density was had gone to shit. He snapped his leg really easily, and she did beat him. So
0: maybe there's like an intimidation factor as well, though, because he's he's already lost to her. I mean, oh, it's just like when he he just appears in the car and goes, what's up, bitches? Like that, and they go, shit! They didn't re- And I like that, though.
1: That made me laugh.
0: He no, I like that, bitches, but... He says something else. I can't remember what he says. It's like ass, ass-toads ass or something random. Yeah, yeah. But it made but what, me laugh. What I, but it made me realise, like, oh, he can totally sneak up on Annie. He totally can. Like, he, she did not see him come there at all. So I, it's, it's weird. Maybe you're right. Maybe there is an intimidation factor. But it that was only maybe close to a plot hole that there was. Like I was totally fine with like Homelander like zapping Stormfront's tits. I was totally fine with <laughs> Homelander <laughs> pushing a kid off a roof, that was fine. I um, so
1: mentioning Stormfront, I reckon Stormfront's introduction was awesome because they set the bar really high with how big of a dick someone can be in season one with Homelander. Homelander was like ground zero of how to be a knobhead. Mm. And then just when you think that you can't get a worse person, even even before finding out that she's a Nazi... Yes! You, yes! Very you, good point, actually. You, you hate Stormfront straight away, because yeah. she's cocky, and she's taken the spotlight from Homelander, who everyone watching obviously doesn't like because he's a dickhead, but you do kind of like Homelander as
0: well, because he's the main, the main bad good guy, almost. She's just come like when she just walks on the set and she's like filming for all her TikTok fans and all, Snapchat. Yeah. And it's like everything I fucking hate. No, yeah. you know what? <laughs> I'm I you know I'm totally down with. It. And then but the fact that she's not remotely intimidated me, by she's like
1: I really appreciate what you're doing like like and she genuinely admires Stormfront Starlight does. And then she's like, "Yeah, I know what you're fucking doing. You know, go away. I don't. I don't need your approval." And you're like, "Okay, no need to be a cock. Like, someone's actually just <laughs> being nice to you,"
0: and she's just being an absolute knobhead. I think if Stormfront was. I mean, that's a brave. What was? And you know what? I I want to actually full name this actress or actor. Are you meant to, you meant to say actor? Now I know, I don't know I th- anymore. Yeah,
1: I think I think you are.
0: I mean, okay, whatever makes people happy. On a full name, her, where has she gone? Where is she? Stormfront, Stormfront. Don't because assume her gender, she... Jay. <laughs> yeah. Ayakash, um, because she played about, don't forget, she's playing two different people. She's playing Nazi Stormfront underneath. She's mm-hmm. playing Stormfront in front of the cam- camera. And she's also got to outshine Homelander. And have no backstory. Like, she just comes in, like you said, just comes in, she's got no, nothing in season one to back her up. And she nails it. Absolutely she nails also,
1: it. She also has to act like a 100-year-old woman in, like, a... You know, she has to, she has to act like a 100-year-old woman pretending to be a 30-year-old. She has to convince everyone that she's not... Yeah, pretending to
0: is. be a 30-year-old, also with her finger on the pulse yeah. of what's going on which like, i think
1: she does but that just speaks to you know as as horrible as she is she's also very clever and very sharp and can catch onto things very quickly because to be that all over every aspect of social media to gain more control over people is just a sign of how sharp that, that she
0: is no yeah i i was really and she was but just a cool like, nearly character. 100 years old i, I love the fact that like, she flies with uh, like with a lightning and goes off it's like yeah. kind of like Thor um a powers she, like, propelled were by went...
1: the lightning isn't she she what? She's like propelled by the lightning. It's not just yeah, like yeah. flight. Like, like well, she's storm, isn't she? I think we said last last episode, last review that we did that every every power. There's no new powers.
0: Yeah, it is. Apart, it's from, more big, like storm. apart from big
1: dick man, but he could be <laughs> Mr. he could be Mister Fantastic <laughs> at, at a stretch. <laughs> <I see. laughs> um
0: say! so no. yeah, stormfront is just evil, evil storm. Yeah, because like. Did you, I also liked how they used the guy who played Iceman to be Lamplighter. Like, yeah, I recognized him, but did not know where from. And
1: I think he posted on the Talk Nerdy page the meme yeah. about uh, global warming. Was it? So this, yeah, this is <laughs> this is Iceman. Uh, uh, this is him now. <laughs> it was Lamplighter. I did like the fact that they brought Lamplighter back. Yeah, I did. I think because, because was... I like the fact that the seven seems to be you know you've got seven positions open, but they all have to have specific roles. Because mm. like got fired, or I think they say that he died in season one, even though that he didn't. So yeah, they bring yeah, yeah. in they bring in they bring in Starlight, who is obviously a, a light based hero. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a point where um, Goran, what's his name, the cult leader, when he's trying to get a train back in the seven, and Shockwave dies, and he says to, what's his name? I can't remember his name. the the the, the new CEO of Vault. Oh,
0: him it... fr- we'll, we'll call him Edgar, Vo- Edgar. Vought
1: Fring. Fring. He's called Edgar. Mr. Edgar. Okay. Um, and he says to him, oh, uh, you'll need a train back because you, know, you need a speedster now that Shockwave's gone. So that yeah, just reaffirms. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you've got a fast one. You've got, a,
0: you know, a light-based one. You've got maybe, like, an expert. It's piloting. not about how well you gel together as a group. It's not about, no. it's not, not remotely organic about this. It's, we you're like tools in a set.
1: Yeah, there's positions in the seven, like like in like in a sports team.
0: You know, yeah. they have to be, they have to have certain attributes. I I mean, I, I, what was your what what were like what were your highlights? What was your favorite parts of the epi- episodes? Actually, just before we go down that route, I feel bad for okay. not talking about her because she's the only character we haven't talked about. Starlight. Native. No, we talked about Maeve. We talked about Maeve. Yeah. Starlight. Very, very briefly. I, I just well, want to say
1: quickly about Maeve, the uh, self-aware handling of how Vought make her come out and it becomes like a big thing. I think the show yeah, does that really well. Yeah, yeah. No. In fact, she's like, she, um, I'm bi. And they're like, oh, that doesn't sell. We'll say you're gay. And yeah. It, just, it, just, it rings so true of all these Netflix Netflix shows where like they all have to have a gay character because, like... The producers and the writers think that that's the right thing to do and that that needs to happen otherwise no one will accept us and then they're like oh shit yeah we've got a, we've got a gay hero we need to really push that and it just and then, it, it, reflect, it reflects what everyone else is doing and it's and not necessarily when always up, the right
0: thing to do when a missus breaks up with her she just has a threesome with two guys and the woman comes yeah. in panicking going oh this doesn't make the demographic This is," and she's like "Will you just be a fucking human being alright
1: yeah, I love that bit she's like be a human for a fucking second and she just goes I'm really sorry. I actually commiserates her because she's been going through a breakup. Yeah, I thought it
0: was really good. So, but anyway, yeah, you were talking about Starlight. Star at Starlight had such a an up and down arc for me. I thought, oh my god, she's going to turn, or oh my god, she's gonna, uh, like I, talk about Ross and Rachel when I talked about Frenching uh, Kamiki. Kimi, Kim, oh, I've got that Kamiko. Kimiko. Um Actually, the real Ross and Rachel in this was Huey and. St- and starlight because mm-hmm. i did not i thought she was messing him around i thought like oh watch it but it's it, it was all it would all happen it just would it, it's not like she's actively messing around because she's a bad person she has yeah. really strong feelings for him and they're just in a position where it's just hard to be together and if they can be together they're doing it like how teenagers hang out it was like such like and I love my favourite scene out of everything like I can have a favourite scene like ha ha scene but my favourite scene was them singing uh, Billy Joel in the car with Mother's Milk driving (laughs) Where she just breaks into song, and he looks shocked at her. Like, you know this? Like, word for word. And then it just shows him, like him like bashing on the ceiling. Like, we... Well, I don't know the words, you know. Da-da-da, ba-da-da, shang Don't shang-a-lang me. <laughs> I,
1: like, I liked that scene, but my favourite... Because it was a little bit cheesy for my taste when they were doing that. And I was like, oh, it's cute that, you know, she obviously likes Billy Joel now because she misses Huey and has been listening to Billy Joel to kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. make it make her feel like that he's that he's, she's around him but I liked it when MM fucking turned it up and went okay I'm not your fucking chaperone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we're, we're going on a mission <laughs> and they're like mm? and it brings it straight back down to earth again but no I, I, I do I agree with you that like I don't think she was playing playing him playing Huey I think they both really liked each other they, they're the only Differences like Huey, despite everything else, is such an optimist. He's like, everything's gonna be fine. We can we can be together. Nothing's gonna to go wrong. Everything's okay. And Starlight's like, no, Huey, it's not. Everything's gonna go really wrong. We're gonna get <laughs> fisted by
0: Homelander. It's like yeah. that could actually happen. It's completely like opposite ends of how they view the world. But I th- yeah, they make such a good couple. I really like them. Oh yeah, and that's what I liked about. Well, that was like a nice. I mean, it's we've got a happy ending now for season two. Everything's lined up for nice, so I'm really dreading season three because it's probably going to rip everything apart. Yeah, well, I th- I was expecting them to do
1: that in season two because the way season three ends with uh, Huey going away season from. Well, the way, yeah, the, w- the way season two ends with, with Huey right. going to head explode a woman. I can't remember her name. Saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, give, yeah. Me, give me a job. I've got experience. You know, su- um, surveillance." Soups now. I know. I know how they how they work and how they think. I thought they would have started season two with that, rather than them all still hanging out in the basement. I thought if they're gonna do a time jump, don't do it by a couple of weeks. Do it by a little bit longer. But I think the way that they did, the way that they did do it, was a lot better than you know me because I'm obviously not a fucking TV writer. But <laughs> that's how I, I was expecting.
0: Um, did you know? Because whilst I, I did like small, like a small amount of research. I brought up here did you know there was an extra bonus episode um what that find... hasn't been aired not in the air it's not exactly hold on let me try and find it so apparently here we are so at the end of what would be episode four there's it says here butcher a short film was released the day before episode four's release where Butcher is on the run after being framed for Stillwell's murder, Butcher seeks help from his old friend Jock. Um, oh, I've just what? Oh, I've just. I'm not going to say what happens. I've just read what happens. Brilliant. I've. I've yeah. Um, yeah. Don't
1: tell me that. I didn't know that existed.
0: Yeah, I'm going to look for that. It's called Butcher, a short film, and it's set before. So it's like a season two prequel. It's season two prequel, and it was released. I never saw a thing about that. I didn't all. either. They How played weird? that close to their chest, haven't they? yeah
1: um speaking about uh, butcher endeavors i did like the face-off between him and what was his name the doctor the old doctor who kind of quote-unquote raised homelander
0: oh yeah like he was more like more or less like we've tried to be nice i've come here to basically be the homelander of this situation i'm going to rip your daughters apart and i don't give a shit
1: like, he says, I'm going to kill your wife, and then his wife comes in and goes, ah, oh, brilliant cup of tea, and, like, looks at him. As he's he's just, he goes, like, season one butcher, but worse, like a condensed version of him. Yeah, in just straight scene, into, like... really evil, but, like, what's
0: the what's the phrase? Like, chaotic good? Is that is that what the kids call it these days? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the kids... The kids don't have a word for it. They do a dance instead on TikTok. <laughs> That's how I like express it. Um, I... There was a lot of... uh, If there's one thing that... I didn't understand this, right? It got bad reviews for coming out weekly. If there was one thing I thought was heavily improved by this show, it was it coming out weekly. It left me, like, on on a knife's edge. Rather than... You know, the end of an episode... Like TV of old? What? Like the days of old? Yeah. Yeah. Like, rather than... leave, Like, there's something a little bit... Okay, when an episode leaves you on the edge of your seat, but you know the next one's up, it's like, well, I guess I gotta watch that. But that can cause the if that's behaviors. that's
1: option, yeah,
0: yeah, then that can cause the works. behaviors of a TV writers. Go, we just have to have a cliffhanger edge, and it will get binged on this. They're like, we need one that's so good it means that they come back next week and watch it. And I think they they nailed that, but it got bad reviews. like, fuck you. Oh, you don't like did, that? Did, the show did comes out weekly and
1: all at once. I don't See, remember.
0: Yeah, it did. No, it really did. It did. Season one, oh, I don't remember it coming out all at once, but it did. Um, but this, yeah, uh, weekly, and people are like, yeah, no, it it sucks now because it comes out weekly. I'm sorry, what about every show ever made, <laughs> like pre-2005? <laughs> yeah,
1: if anything, that speaks to the quality of it, that you're annoyed that it's weekly because you want to watch the next episode. Mm. That, that That's a very strange thing to say. Honestly, if, anything, if anything, I think that you got the best of both worlds because you could binge the first three episodes and then you had to wait a week for the rest. So it wasn't like you you watched the opening episode, then had to wait, then had to wait. You got to watch once? the first three episodes all at once. And I and wonder whether that affected the writing, as you said. Maybe, maybe the first three, they didn't try as hard. These were, we'll just put a little little sprinkle of
0: a little some some at
1: the end. To just so they'll play the first three and then maybe they up the game for the. But I don't think so. It didn't annoy me. That it was only eight episodes long, though.
0: I Feel like a lot of episodes ended with Homelander with his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> only two that I can remember. I feel that's two more than mo- most episodes of any other show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought it got it was weird how it got bad reviews for that. Just that weird, like I am. Pro shows being like this, I think it adds. It lets them stew in your head and makes you think about stuff more. I mean, I also feel like it's what brought a greater quality meme harvest this year on it because people have a week to play with stuff. Longer. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: the, the thi- I, I'm I'm on the fence about them coming out weekly. Not just the boys, but just TV shows in general, especially now because like. They'll advertise it now as, for example, Stranger Things. When Stranger Things comes out, they go season four coming on the you know whatever, whatever of October it usually is. But it says season four is coming. It doesn't say it's starting, and it all appears at once. And then people will blast through it all in one go. And the the upside of that is that the writers can drop a red herring in, not red herring, the opposite of red herring, like a um, a little clue in like episode two, for example. Say someone's wearing like a cyan t shirt. And then in episode nine, a guy with a cyan t-shirt will pass and go, "Oh my god, that's a guy from episode 2! because you've watched it in the past. Because <laughs> you've watched it in the past few hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if, whereas if you're making a show that is weeks apart with the it'll episodes, just go over the head. I know, yeah, and it, and you can't do that because because people won't make that connection in the head. So it, you can't write it as intertwined as you would want to.
0: So what? there's there's a, there's a good and bad points to both. What did you think of? Like, is his name Ryan? Yeah, Ryan the kid, killing Butchers, like killing his mum, totally in her trying to defend her from yeah, being killed. Was... And Butcher's just been like, as soon as she's dead, he's like, I love her promise, I'll look after her. as soon as she dies. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna kill the kid. Oh my god, he's going to kill the kid. And then Homelander arrived, and I thought, this could work. This might, like, you know, think if Homelander hadn't arrived. I think he was just going to be like, fuck it, I'm killing this kid. I can't remember the wording,
1: but did he say something like, oh yeah, I'll take care of the kid. Yeah. Because <laughs> if they didn't, then he should have done <laughs> a, Yeah, that would have He been. says, I
0: promise, he says, I promise I'll take care of him. And then as soon as like you see the light go from her eyes, his face just like wrinkles up like, and he turns. And even Ryan's like, like, a, like look scared of him, like a, a dog shitting razor blades, like, shaking. I mean, he wouldn't have been able to kill him because he's
1: a fucking superhero. He would have just... He, would he's, he, doesn't,
0: he doesn't know his powers. Like, he only managed to do his laser because his mum was put in that position. He could just pop, pop a cap in his ass, as the kids say. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think being bulletproof is an emotion-based power. It's just you either are or you aren't. Write in, st- write in st- if st- you know anyone who's bulletproof and it's an emotion-based power. Be interested to hear. <laughs> I can only re- deflect bullets when I'm sad. And that's when I want the bullets to hit the most.
1: <laughs> the most emo superhero
0: ever. <laughs> oh, <the> bu- Sorry, <laughs> pull that down. And that's like the most annoying superpower ever. Like As soon as you become suicidal, you become immortal.
1: Season three of the boys. Oh,
0: someone makes that character. Boy. That's fucking great. <laughs> oh.
1: I did. I did think the state of the state of Stormfront after that scene, where she, I thought she was dead, when you see her on the floor, she's got no limbs and her scars, her skin's all burnt off, mm. and then Homelander goes up to her and like, is, and she's speaking German, isn't she? Yeah. Because like her brain's probably
0: being rewritten, like.
1: I'd, I'd love to know what she's saying. I'd no. love to know what she's saying. Um, but I think he, when he calls a press conference at the end and says that Stormfront's been disciplined and will be detained because of what she's done, and I was like, what What fuck? She's not dead. Like, is she going to be in season three?
0: Well, Kamiko like, can't like, die. Can, can she heal? It's yeah, Kamiko's like... an immortal because they're, they're stealing that idea from. Obviously, like you got your Logans, your Deadpool's. There's people with healing power that you just can't kill them. Yeah. So she's it's her, like, when Kamiko's neck got snapped by her, and she snaps it back herself, doesn't she? Yeah. I was like, like, hold on, I'm getting a flashback. I'm sure Kamiko can be is immortal, and that doesn't. I affect didn't remember her. that, so I thought she was dead. No, I. As soon as it happened, that I. That's o- the only reason I did remember. It was like it took a snap, her snapping her neck to remind me that you can't snap a neck. She will just get back.
1: No, um, I, I had no idea, and I thought she was gonna die like protecting Frenchie and I was like, oh, that'd be such a obviously not a good arc, but it would be it would be insane and emotional, it, powerful. That's an arc. <laughs> it's not a good <laughs> arc, but it's it's an arc. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like it, w- it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been a happy arc. It wouldn't mm. have been nice, but it would have been powerful that like to the point where you know, the whole French her and Frenchie relationship where it was one sided, but then it would have been to the point where she's literally
0: died to protect him. That would have been very uh, strong. I'm wondering what's going to happen. Like, because at the end, it showed like they've got enough on Homelander to be confident enough to, you know, you're going to not come again after us ever again. Both Maeve and and um, Starlight, Star Star Starlight, and Huey essentially, and and Butcher. the fact they're both still in the seven as well. So it's not like he's yeah. like, okay But what it didn't show was, because obviously he's out of action, Black Noir, will he be happy with that? Um, A-Train's back because he got the Church of the Collective, got him back in. Is he going to be cool with all of this? Does he know what's (laughs) going on? But not The Deep. Not the, the Deep, no, the Deep, it just gets worse and worse. He gets <laughs> shrugged off, doesn't he, as soon as it's
1: like, oh, yeah, oh, it's Shockwave's dead, so he's in. And he goes, but we can't get you both back in. I reckon season three, they'll get another um, aquatic-based hero in the seven. And
0: Deep's <laughs> going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's that's, that's count who have they got. So they've got... Oh, wait, wait, wait. The Deep, by the way, I was fully convinced
1: had been seduced by the whole kind of ethos of the cult. And then mm. in the last episode where you find out that um, the leader of the cult tells him, oh, we couldn't get you back in, we could only get A-Train back in. And he just breaks and he's just like, what the fuck? And like, he was clearly pretending the whole time. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Was I gave you control of my bank account. I married some weirdo who gives terrible blowjobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh so much. <laughs> And he just goes straight back to who he was. Like, he was clearly just pretending to be this again. It was was the fact that
0: he said, there was this little sign of it when he went, What do you think of, you know, the eagle, the the archer? And he was like, Really good guy, good friend. Yeah. Like, really helped me and supported me when I came here. Couldn't think of a nicer guy. He's gone because he has a toxic personality. Yeah. So so toxic. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, when I think about it, it. he was, uh, yeah, less said about him, the better. Like that. Yeah.
1: Does A, A-, A-, A- as well? A, A- train's
0: reaction, considering he has glasses on, so you can't normally see his eyes. He was constantly doing like I call it Stewie face, where, St- where Stewie looks at Brian Sully, and Family the Guy, like just turns <laughs> and looks at him. So like the whole time, whenever the Deeps talking and you can see A train going, "What the fuck are you saying?" Yeah. And at the end, when he finds out, he can go, "He's like, see you, bitches." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's worked. He's worked the system so much better and so much faster you know, ah. than the than the deep did. And just by being himself, and the deep tried to play the game
0: as closely as he as he thought he was meant to, and it didn't work for him. Like you um, almost feel bad for him. Right, I'm going to put you on the spot because we've nearly hit an hour now. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Favorite, I want favorite moment and favorite episode from you. Don't have to go like episode five if you don't remember. Just kinda of give me the the gist of what happens. So favourite moment and favourite episode. I thought it was one hell of a finale. Um, but
1: I really liked the episode where they go into the into the institute where they've got all of the experiments. Will you find Lamplighter again?
0: That's my favourite episode. Yeah. That was my favourite episode. It. Good t- Good pick. Yes, I fucking <laughs> because obviously you have... do you know the name of that character, by the way, with the really long dick? No, he's actually in the comic. He's called Love Sausage. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Um, And that also left of like something that didn't get like brought up again. But there's a character that can blow people up by looking at them, and she's at the well. No, I don't see. I don't think it can be because this woman has been in there all this time. This other person's working. She's worked in government all these years, and they—they they weren't the same woman. They just weren't. She didn't yeah. speak either, and it's just at the end of the episode, it shows her just driving away. But it made a real point to show that she got out. So I think she'll mm. come back. Yeah. How oh, I don't know, but yeah, you saw so many weird ass powers that people had, and like Lamplighter was so funny in that, and I mean, I feel like that's the best episode. But my favorite moment. For like, at least it's also a the
1: episode you see, you see Butcher nice being nice to Huey when he's in hospital, and you see Annie kill that guy, yeah, and, and not really care about it. That that's the biggest jump in 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 moral change for her. Yeah, her moral shift in that episode because she's like, I would have cared at one point, but you know, he was just in my way, and it makes you go. And, and Butcher looks <laughs> looks at her in the rearview mirror and goes like a respectful look, and she's like, Do not fucking look at me like that. We're not the same, and he's like,
0: Yeah, okay, of course okay. we're not. Yeah. But it was a good. It, episode, it's I it's, it's dark how he's like, you know. I like killing people. Just saying, yeah, <laughs> Kill, killing people is cool. Um, <laughs> Listen up, kids. I think I feel like there's. I, it's hard to narrow down the three best moments in this. I'm just going to say them. I thought <laughs> laughing saying it. I thought the deep thinking that if he put a whale in front of a pipe, it would stop them. <laughs> So as soon as they speed up And you see him like go it, You see his eyes say I haven't thought this through <laughs> It looks and, so impressive as well When he comes out the sea Standing on this fucking yeah, massive like, whale like, and, and then Huey doesn't want to get out the whale <laughs> he, he was like no I'll just stay I'll just yeah. stay here He's so like, in shock He's like this is my life <laughs> That, that there was that. The, then there was Homelander at the very end wanking off a building, going, <laughs> I can do what I want. <laughs> um, which some people have, like, done some excellent Photoshop work to show, like, Batman and Spider-Man looking up, off the end of, you know, off a building, and then he's just that. behind them wanking. <laughs> and there's that one, that moment, that moment. Oh, what was the other one? I hate I hate when I do this. I got so engrossed in the deep moment. There was a deep moment, the wanking moment, and... the whale moment. By the way, actually turned into quite a sweet
1: moment between because Huey's like, no nope, I'm not going. Mother's I'm milk punching, and like, and yeah, fuck it, I'll leave him.
0: And Mother's Milk's like, no, nah, I'll just stay until until you want to go. Mother's milk. In. Mother's milk as a character was very much pulled back in this one. He oh, we he's just in the same position. He can't see his family. And I feel they. Re- I think they realize what else can we do with this character? Nothing. He just misses his family. He wants to get this sorted so he can see his family. He will go. He will follow anyone who's going at least in kind of the right direction. He's got no moral comp- compass. I, I, than- disagree. I disagree. I disagree. I think he pulls them all together
1: a lot more. I think he thinks, as you say, he can't see his family, so he tries to make the people that he is with. Um, more in tune, so he becomes like the kind of counselor between them all. Like he's, he's calming Butcher down. He tries to uh, pull Huey up, and Huey's like the leader at the start of mm-hmm. season one and two. When it could be Mother's Milk, but he's like, no, Huey can lead us. Huey can be in charge. And then he's kind of like okay with Frenchie now, even though he was like completely against him in, in season one. I, I I liked it. They could have done more with him, but I think the way that the way that they used him was good.
0: May, yeah, I'm I'm not going to disagree with you on that. M- maybe I just it's like. A really good drummer, a really good drummer. You don't know is a really good drummer until you try and play his drums until you single them out. Yeah, I feel like that was yeah. I hadn't thought about it like that, but he played. He was so keeping everything together, and because everything else was going off, I didn't notice him. But when I think about it yeah, he's actually really important. He does mm-hmm. a few. He does times.
1: such a good job that you forget he's there. With that yeah. kind of role, that that's exactly what you you want from someone and doing that kind of thing. Um, My favourite moment, I can't... Do you know, actually, what we've not talked about, which I have mixed feelings about, the kind
0: of daydream of of I was about to talk about that with you, only because... Lasering everyone down. So before anyone... Before we did this podcast, by the way, believe it or not, me and Dan have talked about this this programme as it was happening, because it was weekly. And (laughs) something we came to little butt heads about was the scene where what you were saying go on use your words well,
1: well he he lands the kind of try and because defu- some footage get leaks of him doesn't he and he kills some guy in Iraq is it some yeah. innocent
0: guy by accident he lasers he a guy and it goes the laser goes through the guy it goes through, through the, the terrorist the pe- through a blanket behind him and yeah. through the heart of a child
1: yeah and, he, he, and everyone turns against him and he shows up at an anti-Homeland or anti-Vort rally and he goes, come on, everyone, calm down. Thinks he can defuse a situation if he's told not to by Ashley. Um, and he's, he's like, come on, come on. And there's no cutaway, there's no Scrubs flash or anything like that. He's like, come on.
0: You <laughs> wanted, he wanted him to go
1: look up like yeah. that. And it <laughs> yeah, and yeah. just go, like, and just change. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I wanted that to happen, but the fact that it didn't made you briefly think that uh, okay, this is this is real. And he lights up his eyes and mows down everyone at the rally and just cuts them all in half and there's just like a wet pile of flesh falls to the floor. Yeah. And it lingers for about five seconds afterwards, and like I was like, this isn't gonna be real, because it's like episode two or episode three. The, like the whole rest of the series would be about this if that were the case. Yeah. And yeah that's yeah. not that's not what it's gonna be about. But then it ling- it lingered for like a little bit too long and I was like, Wait, is this real? And then it flashed back to him going. And that's why you never trust a gnome. No, it went back, uh, <laughs> back to him saying just like he just takes off, does not he? Like yeah. just thinking what he's doing. I love do. but
0: I, in it, it had to be complete in juxtaposition with you. I love that scene because when it happened I audibly like in my alone in my own house went, "Oh!" As that happened, I went, "Oh!" <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then it just it was. It zooms out and shows how so many. So were,
1: were you completely sold on that's what was happening? Because it
0: didn't do the cutaway, I was completely sold. He'd done that. I went, oh, my God, he, he snapped. This is him snapping. <gasps> he's going to snap now. And then it went back. And rather than feel like it had have balls tickled, and then that was it, I, w- I was grateful that it hadn't happened. But then I thought, but I believe he's capable of that. And it made me more scared of him. Rob, like, if it had done it very I think, clearly... I think the phrase you
1: used was, you said, it shows
0: you how close to
1: the surface that is, if he's thinking about it. Yeah, that's what I
0: mean. So, like, yeah, if it showed that he was thinking about it, like, it did a cutaway, as it were, I would still take it with a pinch of salt, because it's all right to think about that, but would you actually do it? But then to yeah. show it just happen, and me go, oh, my God, he's doing it, because I am convinced that it ma- matches his M.O., Yeah, that, that made him... Twenty times scurrier, like so much more scurrier to me. If
1: that were the final scene of episode eight, then I would have been like sat there with my jaw on the floor because <laughs> that that would have been a way to end the series with him mowing
0: everyone down.
1: Apparently, like,
0: season three, season three. Well, it's been it's been greenlit for season three. It might have even been greenlit for a season four. Fucking going um, be. But there's already pe- rumors going around that leaked script ideas I'm not spoiling anything because I'm not going to actually say a plot point but he, people are saying oh in this in this season Homelander is going to be a total psychopath I'm like he's not already like what that's going to be your plot point maybe it means
1: like to everyone like he just loses it well I think he he, he will do he doesn't, he he, doesn't have he's, he's lost all control own,
0: just... a psychopath needs control if he has no control which he has no control on. that's why he's wanking time. on a building
1: but at the same time, he finds some kind of of level of morality because he's he's keeping his son away from a Nazi, and all that kind of stuff. Like he has some level of what's right and wrong. Like he's
0: not racist, which, which you you know. I feel like he's keeping his son away from a Nazi because, uh, almost like because he he knows that. I don't really think he does know the difference between right and wrong. I think he knows what sells and what doesn't. And I think he he just genuinely believes that Nazism and white genocide isn't as popular and ingrained as this person truly believes. I've, he still thinks it's better to be a Billy bullshitter and be like a fake person. Be like, hello, kiss the baby, everything like that, rather than try and get the, his son. I didn't think of it like that. He I think that's why he was thinking in terms of business and what could hurt his image and his brand. Yeah, I think it I was don't want to think
1: that, though. I want to think he's redeemable. And I he's that's not redeemable. That's what I like about him. He's,
0: he's a good he, he plays as the Superman in this universe and he has he is not redeemable at all. But that's I think that's the point of the character is that I, I want him
1: to to be the hero he has all of the power and we know what you know he's meant to be evil superman isn't it and you know what superman does in the dc universe and you're like be like that you're shouting at the screen fucking be a good guy stop stop you stop, stop not using your powers and then just using them for all like selfish reasons no but he's really but he,
0: he's more you. he's just a realist it's like when is like Pick up the plane, and on, like, pick up the plane. He's like, I can't pick up the plane. Do you know what that would take to pick up the plane? It would fall <laughs> apart. And he like, and then my mind immediately flashes back to every Superman where I've watched him pick up the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just think it's more. It's uh, he's so much more grounded, and that's what's scary about him. Like he's more believable as a character, and because he's got no redeeming qualities. But I just want him
1: to have some. I want him to have a heroic moment, which he might never have. Maybe that's the whole point of him, or maybe they're leading towards you know in season six if it gets that far, or in the season finale he'll save the day but for fucking selfish reasons, or maybe he'll do it because he realises maybe I am on our bed. Um, what would you give it out of ten, then? I knew you'd ask this, and going into this... I, had...
0: <laughs> I ask everyone this! When well, I... obviously.
1: Well, that's why I knew. <laughs> um, I had a number in my head, but since we've talked about it and kind of pulled out a few more of the better qualities of it,
0: mm. I'd say an eight. Oh, so it's still it's lost twenty percent of your mm. approval.
1: I had it at seven, but I've, over the
0: course of this podcast, I've put it up to eight. I, I'm 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 staying steady, me. I'm I'm going for a nine. There's things about this uh that are th- that I, it could, shouldn't be able to get away with, like the heavy filters on the camera to show like light and dark are something like. It's like Snyder's child is working the camera sometimes and <laughs> making editorial choices, but it works. I love how everywhere you it's look... Cause it, it's because it knows it's a superhero show. Yeah, Everyone
1: e- in it knows. Even even the superheroes know it's a production. They're not Every, being superheroes. Everywhere you and they're look... Being...
0: Everywhere you look, rather than they try and get Pepsi or Coca Cola in, you have Maeve Cola or something like that. <laughs> and, like it, it, as I like that bit where they drove past it, after they were singing the, the Billy Joel song. They drove past the, this barn when they're into, uh, when they're driving to find whoever witnessed her being Nazi when she was a uh, uh, called Liberty, and there was a barn and it had like. The uh the, like it had been vandalized with Homelander on, but instead of having the American flag, he had the um, the other one. What's the more controversial flag over there? The Confederacy flag. Yeah, he had the Confederacy flag. I, little touches like that to show how influential and how part much of pop culture they are. These people, these heroes, and also ex- showing like this universe has a pop culture. It has a thing. It just makes it more believable and deep and you just get engrossed, and I just fucking love it and like I said my only issue I had this season was that why did A-Train not kill kill Killer which you've kind of warned me to that I can maybe forgive it but it wasn't it's still not quite a 10 there's something still still missing but I, I, I didn't disagree with any choice it made other than that I think my biggest problem is is that
1: I didn't know what to expect going into season one, so I fucking loved it, and I thought it was so good. That's always going to be hard to live up to. I can't quite give it a nine for whatever reason, because there were points. Season one, every episode I watched, I was like enthralled, and maybe it is because I knew the next episode was coming up, but I, on a couple of occasions during a few episodes in this season, was checking my phone to see how long the episode had been on for, and it felt really long. And I never did that in the first season, so I can't give it a name because of that. Okay. But I've upped it from my original one, so I think eight is fair for for me for how I
0: feel about it. Even if I told you, we obviously have great fun now making fun of our drummer for having floaty milk sex. <laughs> FMS. <laughs> FMS. <laughs> um, for anyone listening, <laughs> our drummer just kind of looks like Homelander. Like in in the, he's a handsome looking Homelander but um, he does not like the comparison because he doesn't want to be associated remotely with the mother tits milk drinking
1: <laughs> but unlucky for him there is now an app called Reface where they've got loads of Homelander gifts and you can put your own face on them which means we can put Pete's face on them so yeah. <laughs>
0: Homelander confirmed um, yeah so I don't think that about wraps it up so what did you think Uh, Don't forget to let us know, email us, talknerdyuk at gmail.com, or talk about it in the comments down below. Uh, If you want to check out anything that we do, go to talknerdy.uk. Dan, have you got anything remotely to plug of your own? I do. So, I'm starting an acrobatics group, and we've started a GoFundMe
1: to try and buy some new equipment. Now, the link is, psych, I'm going to (laughs) plug...
0: I was I was worried with how far that was going. I went, oh, classic, Dan. And then when you started going further, I was like, oh, shit.
1: <laughs> no, uh, I have our own podcast. Me and, me and Homelander have our own podcast. It was uh, Pete Jones. Mm. Uh, on It's on the Talk Nerdy site now as well, because Jay's boss, and it's helped us to promote it lots. It's called Tell Me Again. And we focus on adaptations of various stuff. We've got all of season one up now. As of the last few weeks, uh, so there's Civil War, American Idiot, uh, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Watchmen,
0: uh, Phantom Menace. I still haven't listened to Phantom Menace because I just Have haven't. No, that's that's definitely on the next my next long drive or day off that's getting listened to because I am. I love talking to you about Star Wars and that is a we've talked about that film and I'm interested about the book. It is it is quite a a good idea when I I. Told, I think someone. It was Chris actually from Chris's Comics. Went, what's this new podcast called? TMI. What does TMI mean? Too much information. And I went, no, no, no. We, no. We I was like, it's. If they talk about adaptations, and it's called Tell Me Again. And he immediately went, that's a boss name. That works. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it fucking does. It's good. So yeah, if you you can hear. Obviously, me and Gaz, or me and Chris, or me and Dan talk about how... Because this was adapted from a comic, but we're talking about the show. Just in general, Dan and Pete talk about how the adaptation compares to the original. And it makes for some really interesting uh, insights. I especially like it when you get um, quotes from the person who wrote the original or did the original. And how they're looking at the adaptation. I've always think that's quite quite cool. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, don't forget to do all those things go on talknerdy.uk and yeah all I've got to say is I've been Jay thank you Dan for coming on thank you for having me I um, expect to be back for uh, season 3 of The Boys so yeah when well season 3 and many seasons more apparently like I said I think season, five is, uh, season 4 has been greenlit. lit uh, so yeah speak to you all soon bye bye